0: I want to go back with you for just a few moments tonight to Luke chapter 5. I want to digress from the text that we read from this morning and begin at the first of that chapter, going to read two verses, verse 3 and 4. Actually, let me read 2, 3, and 4. Luke chapter 5, thank you for being here, guests, thank you for being here If you're a first-time visitor, please stop by the office. We have a gift for you and want to make your trip to to Greater Life Church worthwhile, more than just a good service. Express our kindness, our appreciation for you being here. For all of you good, faithful people, thank you for being here tonight. Amen. Amen. Thank you for making it through the holidays. Praise God. I'm thankful for where we are right now. Luke chapter 5, verse number 2. And the Bible said, and saw, speaking of Jesus, two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen, from both boats, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land and he sat down and he taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. Amen. Launch out into the deep and let down Your nets for a drought. And my Bible says for a haul. Anybody understand that vernacular? Payday. Some people might call it the lottery, but it's better than the lottery. Amen. Launch out into the deep. And let down your nets for a drought, for a net-breaking revival, for a net-breaking work of God. Anybody here hungry for a net-breaking work of God? One that just defies explanation? Ah, come on, let's pray right now. God, help us to receive your word. God, I know that I cannot do what needs to be done tonight, and I know that I have a message that I need to deliver. Give me the clarity of mind, and give me the understanding of your word tonight to be able to deliver that word. God, would you take us on a journey? Would you bring us, Lord, to that place where you want us to be? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. I want to, my subject tonight is the difference is deeper. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, the difference is deeper. Praise God. You may be seated. It's amazing, but God seems to be always at the task of taking his people on a journey. Bringing them places and to places that he desires for them that they have not been able to find on their own. From beginning of Genesis to the end of Revelation, you will find God continuing that work of trying to bring man from where he is to where God wants him to be and the place God has made provision for him. But in that journey of life, there are many times discouraging things that lie in the path of art existence. Things do not always work out like we planned. Try as you might. Try as you will. Work as hard as you can. But many times we still cannot avoid failure. Failure is not final unless you give up. And the devil has never defeated anybody that's got back up. Amen. The devil has never been able to overcome anybody that no matter what has happened in their life, no matter how they have failed, if they will get back up, the devil cannot defeat a man or a woman like that. And how often we are frustrated in life by unexplainable events and unexplainable outcomes to our labors and our endeavors. How many have worked to have a good family, but the harder you work, the more dysfunctional your family is? How many have worked hard to have a good job and a a good location for your family to live, but you have fought every obstacle there is in trying to see that come to pass? Oftentimes, it is unexplainable how life is. They had fished all night and they had caught no fish. Now explain that to me. These were not novices. These were not first timers. These were fishermen. These were men who were well skilled in the trade of fishing. They had made their livelihood One Bible historian said that Simon Peter's dad was a very wealthy man because of the fishing trade and Simon had followed in his steps. He knew, you don't succeed in fishing if you don't know where the fish are. And yet here are men that should have known where they were but they couldn't find them No matter how hard they tried and no matter how many times they threw out the net, all night and no fish. You talk about bummed out. You you talk about discouraged. You talk about disappointed. You you ask these men, are you tired? They would say, absolutely. Are you frustrated? Yes. Yes because nobody likes to try and fail at anything, especially when you do your best and you give it your best shot and you do all that you know to do. But I've learned this much about life that hard work does not always spell harvest. Hard work does not always produce what I think It ought to produce. And there are many factors that could be involved in that. But just because I have worked hard does not mean that there's going to always be a good outcome. And these men, I believe, had worked hard. They had applied their knowledge of fishing and they had tried what I would say was every trick of the trade. They had gone to all of the hot spots. They had visited all of the places that they were familiar with and they are now tired and weary from throwing out that net and pulling it back in and throwing out that net and pulling it back in hour upon hour until the night had passed. Sometimes it's hard to explain how that kind of thing can happen. That somebody could work so hard but not seem to produce anything or not seem to get any result. That you could be in one place for 10 years, or 20 years, or 30 years, and you throw that net over and over and over and over, but it doesn't seem to produce what you are expecting. Your hard work uh, is being put out, but there's no payoff. You try hard, but there's no reward. Or you pour yourself into something, but nothing comes out of it. And so God's remedy for this failure was to send them back into the place of their failure. Now in our thinking, God, it would be a whole lot better if you'd let me go somewhere else and try this. But God said the answer is not somewhere else. The answer is here. You just need some better instruction. And so God takes them back to the place where they failed and he made them do again what they had already been doing. How often it is that God will send us back into the same place to do our work that we have failed in previously. And when I wrote that down this afternoon, the Lord spoke to me very clearly and he said, that failure is a place at one point or failure in a place at one point does not mean always a failure at that point. That just because I failed previously doesn't mean I'm always going to fail in that endeavor. And so the Lord, without question, without asking them about their fishing trip, which he did later on. Have you any meat? He just turns to them and gives them a command. And in that command was the answer that they were looking for. Can I tell you tonight, there is a world of possibility that opens to us when we obey his word how very much can lie in the path of simple obedience, of simply doing what he says. Simple obedience can open vistas to our life that we cannot even imagine. All inspiring, magnificent, even heavenly things can be found in simple obedience. Not arguing with God, not trying to explain to God, I've already done this before. We've tried this before. We've heard this before. You've said that before, Brother Hughes. How much lies in the simple obedience of reaching out and taking the fresh word of God and say, God, I'm going to do what you have commanded me to do not trying to talk him down or not trying to talk him into something else, just simply doing it. God knows, listen to me, God knows where what we want and desire and hunger for can be found. He knows where it's at. He knows where the things that we desire the most are. And he knows how to get us there if we'll listen to him. But it takes simple obedience. God said, it doesn't matter what you've done. The answer to what you hunger for is not in what you've done, but what you're about to do. Now listen to me, church. I've been here 20 years, and in 20 years we've tried A little bit of everything and we've gone back and tried some of those things over again and you're probably going to hear some of that this coming year but i don't want you looking at it and saying But Brother Hughes, we did that again. We may have done that at some other point, but it doesn't matter what we've done. The answer does not lie in our past. The answer lies in the present. And what we're willing to do with what God is offering us at this moment. So it doesn't matter what's happened, whether you succeeded or failed. Whether we've done everything or we've become everything we're supposed to be. It doesn't matter that this church has not reached its potential yet. It doesn't matter that we're not as large as we ought to be as some people think we ought to be. I'm here to tell you what matters tonight is that if you really want to see what you've hungered for, it still lies in our present and in our future. And if we will just be willing to answer the call of God, your answer will be found in what you do from this point on, not in what you've done in your past. Amen. In the same place where they had failed, Jesus was going to teach them that they could succeed. In the same waters where they had drawn empty nets, he was going to show them that they could pull out full nets. In the same place where they had been frustrated, God was going to make them overjoyed with abundance and provision. The question is, can revival come from a place of failure And God's resounding answer to that is absolutely yes. You and I can harvest some things from a place that has not previously been kind to us but by simply being willing to be obedient to the Word of God and the command of God and what God is speaking to my life right now and what God is telling me right now. My obedience to that Word right now is going to unlock a door that I've been looking for and hungry for and searching for for a long, long time. Hallelujah. He begins the process of the recovery And he begins by rebuilding their faith. It might have seemed better if the Lord had sent them into some other kind of water, but he took them back where they had failed because God wants to give you victory right there. God wants to prove to this church that we can do and be all that he said we can do and be. And so he sent them back into the same waters in the same boat with the same net but with one difference he sent them a little deeper amen he said the answer to what you're hungry for is a little deeper the answer for what you've been reaching for is a little deeper so launch out into the deep for a draught. Launch out into the deep. He sent them deeper. The shallows could not produce in their life what they wanted and what they desired. And so God has sent this simple preacher to you tonight to tell you that God's word for greater life, church, is that it's time for us to go a little deeper. It's time for us to go a little deeper. It's time for us that have been satisfied and content with our four and no more or our little comfort zone that we've gotten into or our little ritual of coming and going to church and having our pew and our parking space. It's time for somebody to say, you know what? I'm ready to give my parking space up. I'm ready to give my pew up. I'm ready to stand if I have to because I want what God has in the deep. I want what God has beyond where I have reached before. Is there anybody here that's tired of being satisfied? Now I know everybody's not here. Some of you are licking your lips waiting for me to quit preaching so you can go eat. Well, you just keep licking your lips because I'm not through yet. And when I get through, you can go ahead and go eat. But for those of you that are hungry to go deeper, God's about to take this church on a journey. And what we've hungered for and what we've desired is going to be found there. We're going to experience that and we're going to see all of those things come to pass. I had never noticed it before, but right while we were standing there worshiping, the Lord told me to go back and read that scripture again. I'd never noticed that there was more than one ship involved, but there was only one that launched out, because they had to beckon for the ones that were still on shore to come out and help them. I don't want to be on the shore when the net's breaking in the deep. I don't want to be wondering I wonder what God's doing out there. I wonder what's going on over there. I wonder what's happening at that prayer meeting. Come and find out. He sent them back, but he sent them deeper because the shallows could not produce what they wanted. God is sending us deeper to go more deeply into this business of living for God more deeply into this business of working for God to get away from the shallows because the shallows will not produce what we're hungry for. Shallow service will not produce the revival that we say we want. Lip service will not produce what we say we want. Just showing up to church won't produce what we say we want. Just coming and smiling and shaking hands and being a good Christian will not do what we say we need and want. It's going to take somebody that's hungry for more. Than just a ritual and a formality, and you're tired of going through the same routine. God, I don't know where it's at, but you do, and if you'll just take me there, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. That's the kind of attitude I'm looking for tonight. I'm not looking for somebody that will say, Well, Brother Hughes, can you explain how that's gonna happen? I don't know how to explain how it's gonna happen. I just know God said, Go deep, and that's where I'm headed tonight. God said, You gotta get out of that shallow living you got to get out of that comfort zone that you've been living in. you got to come with me to a deeper place because the deeper place is where your, your answer is. The deeper place is where the miracle's at. And the difference is deeper. The difference is deeper. Deeper, 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 deeper. Get away from the shallows. Get away from going around in the same old circles and the same places that we're comfortable with and going a little A little deeper. Anybody remember when you learned how to swim for the first time? Anybody, do you know how to swim? Anybody know how to swim? Anybody remember when you first learned how? You remember how fearful you were? And what did most of us do? We kept ourselves in water where we could get our foot down to the bottom in case something didn't work out, we could stand up. Am I kidding you? Am I telling you the truth? We'd swim a little bit. It might be two inches of water, but we'd act like And then when we got afraid, we'd jump up. You know what God's saying? God's saying some of you, including myself, have gotten so comfortable living in a depth where we can touch the bottom, where we know what's down there, and where we can control everything and everything's still in our power. God said, if you want a miracle, you're going to have to get under my power. You're going to have to lose control and let me take control. And it's not going to happen with you standing around in those shallow waters. You're going to have to get to where you can't touch the bottom. You're going to have to be willing to step out and say I've never done this before but God I'm hungry for revival and I'm hungry for a work of God in my family I want a miracle in my children I'll do whatever I need to do (laughs) hallelujah amen launch out say it with me launch out go deep go deep go deep give it all commit everything how long has it been since you heard a preacher preach about committing all how long has it been since you heard a preacher preach about selling out we don't like to talk about that because we're afraid we're going to run somebody off I'm not running anybody off I'm just saying there's something out there if you're hungry for it I'll tell you how to get it go deep go deep Sell out. Put your everything on the altar. Quit trying to live for God at church, but forgetting about God when you get away from church. Amen. Quit living one lifestyle here and another lifestyle there. Just say, you know what, God? Here I am, lock, stock, and barrel, every bit of me, all of me. I'm going to be this through and through from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. You see, the problem is that shallow living produces carnality And carnality shows itself when we wrestle with issues that we shouldn't be wrestling with. We need to go a little deeper. Amen. When we are shallow, carnality shows up and we struggle with our understanding of what we've been called to be as a child of God. Commit yourself to God and lift your foot off the bottom and let's go. A little further. Go a little further in your praying. Go a little further in your worship. Some of you need to go a little further than that pew you're in and get out and come on down the front when we're worshiping. It won't hurt you to do that. Some of you already do that. It'd be a great breakthrough for some of us to get out of our little rut. Amen. To get up to, you know what? I believe, I'm convinced that we get in a pew and it becomes a prison for some of us. We get locked down. That's why you need to, the doors are open tonight, folks. You can walk out both ends of that and you can get up here. There's no doors or bars up here. It will help you in your worship. It will help you forget about what people might think or what anybody else might say and realize that the only reason we're here is to glorify God and to create an atmosphere where God can do the miraculous. And so I'm going to give it my all. I'm. You know what, I wonder, are there any radical people around here? Here? are there any people around here that's wild enough to say god i don't care what people say about me i don't care what they say i don't care how they i don't care what they put on facebook about me I am so hungry for revival and I am so hungry for a move of God. I am so hungry for my family to be broken by the presence of God. I'm so hungry to see my kids pray through. I'm so hungry to see my backslidden relatives come back to God. I'm so hungry to see a turnaround in my marriage. I'm so hungry to see something in my spirit that I don't care what anybody thinks or says, I'm going deeper I'm going deeper. I'm going deeper. Ah, yes. I told you everybody wouldn't go. But those of you that are hungry, come on, let's go. Amen. Let's go a little deeper. Let's go deeper in service. Let's go deeper in our love. Let's go deeper in mercy. Let's go deeper in help. Let's be more hungry than we've ever been. Let's be more ambitious than we've ever been. Let's be more earnest than we've ever been. Let's be more diligent than we've ever been. Let's make it better because that's where the harvest is. That's where the overflow is. Amen. You know what? I've never seen anybody get an overflow blessing living a shallow life. I've never seen anybody get an overflow blessing and live a comfortable, controlled, everything's where you know it's supposed to be. I've never seen anybody have an overflow blessing and and live like that. Somebody had to have radical faith. Blind man sitting on the side of the road doesn't have any way of getting to Jesus. He just knows that he's passing by. He doesn't even know it's the last time he'll ever pass by that way. He would never come back that way ever again in his earthly ministry. It was his one and only chance. There wasn't anybody to help him. There wasn't anybody to encourage him. But a blind man sitting on the side of the road begging for alms, when he heard that it was Jesus, he said, Oh, Jesus, Oh, Jesus. Jesus. It's me. That's not in your Bible? It's not in my Bible either. My Bible said he lifted up his voice and he began to cry out, Jesus! Jesus! Thou son of David, have mercy on me. You say, Brother Hughes, that's too loud. You know what? That's what they said too. And they tried to shut him up. I'm so glad he didn't get shut up. He just cried that much more. Jesus, thou son of David, you don't get what you need sitting there with your mouth shut. If you want a miracle, you're going to have to speak up and say, God, it's me, it's my family, it's my children, it's my household, it's my church that must have your help tonight. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. Go ahead and stand with me. I've, there are many things that are beyond us until we decide to go a little deeper. I've looked around at other churches and been envious of churches because of a lot of reasons. I want to grow... I want our ministries to develop. I look at other men that seem to be doing so well. And I hunger, at least I say I do, for that. I'm beginning to wonder sometimes if it's really a hunger or just a want. Because we want a lot of things. But we're not willing to pay for them. Many things that we hunger for are beyond us until we decide, I'm going deeper. I'm going deeper. God, if you could do it for them, you're no respecter person, you can do it for me. If you restored that family, you can restore my family. If you put back that marriage, you can put this marriage. I'm not trying to make anybody feel uncomfortable. I'm just telling you what I feel in the Holy Ghost. If your mind has been troubled by issues, just know God's helped other people through those same issues. But you're not going to find what you hunger for in the shallows. And you're not going to find what you hunger for sitting on the shore, feeling sorry for yourself because you tried so hard and nothing came of it. Come on, let's go back. Even if we have to go back to the place where we failed, just because I failed there one time doesn't mean I'm going to always be a failure there. There are some of you here tonight, you listen to me right now, there are some of you here tonight that were in ministries of certain kinds in the past and because you failed in those ministries, you have withdrawn yourself as if you are never qualified to ever do that again. You hear me tonight. God wants to take you back to that place and show you that you can succeed again. That you can put down your net and you can draw out the riches of his treasure. You can bring back the miraculous you can pull out of that place where you've been frustrated and angry and aggravated. You can see a miracle come out of it if you just go a little deeper. If you'll just say, Lord, if you're going to touch anybody, touch me. If you're going to help any family, help my family. God, I'm hungry. I don't care if i got to cry out, if I've got to get on my knees and crawl through a crowd so I can touch the hem of your garment. I'm tired of being satisfied. I'm tired of living the status quo. I'm tired of going through the Pentecostal routine. I want a miracle. I want a miracle. I want a move of God. I've got to have your help. And even if you turn away from it, I'm going to keep coming. I'm going to keep knocking. I'm going to keep asking. I'm going to keep praying. willing to go deeper. Anybody here tonight that's willing to go deeper, don't just come and stand at an altar. If you're going to come, come to pour out yourself to God tonight. Oh God, I hunger for my family. I'm tired of being a failure. I'm tired of thinking of myself as a failure. I'm tired of thinking of myself as a mistake. I'm tired of going through.